Episode 72 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, on Instagram at tdrexplorer. That's changed and we're going to talk a little bit about that coming up. And also on facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm your host, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me... That's a lot of times that I said TDR Explorer. <laughs> you can find me at Dream Sweets Love, both on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, as ever, the handsome Chris is here today. He's been a busy bee as usual. Chris, tell us about yourself. Hey, everybody. Yes, I am the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and it's been very busy lately. Lots of stuff going on. And I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings at the parks. And I changed my personal uh, Instagram account over to the TDR Explorer account on Instagram. So make sure you follow us on there. We're going to be posting a lot of stuff regularly. So keep an eye out for that. But you can also, you can still find me on my personal Twitter, at Vernon Lover. So I talk about, you know, stuff about Japan and other stuff that's not Disney-related per se over there, if you want to check it out. Oh, we have, we have quite a few, quite a few things this episode. But first, first, let's talk about our Patreon. I want to thank everyone who's already contributing to our Patreon. You guys are awesome. And you're helping make this podcast possible. And just to kind of tease everybody, uh, we're going to be releasing our bonus episode very soon. And this is for our patrons that are um, pledging $15 or more. And you get access to the bonus episode. So if you want to get access to it, you got to make sure you have pledged $15 or more which is pretty fun. <laughs> and another way to support the site is buying your park tickets through our affiliate, Kluke. And I will have a link in the show notes so you can go and buy it through there. And they have tickets for Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and other things in Japan such as the Robot Restaurant, Sanrio Land. They even have stuff in there for personal Wi-Fi devices and also transportation to and from the airport. They have a ton of stuff on there, and you can get most of these things at a discount. And we also have a special discount code that is exclusive for TDR Explorer, and I'll have that in the show notes, and you can receive a discount off your first order. Okay, so I have a question. make sure you go check that out. Yes. Okay, I went to the website because I was actually looking for friends, mm -hmm. and I couldn't find it. So just uh, for the listeners, if they have trouble finding it, what is the code that they can use on the Kluke website? 
uh, the code, and it is K L K T D R E X, and I will put it in the show notes as well, so you can just copy and paste that right into your order when you're going through the checkout. Um, let's talk about topics. We got news. We've got our crowd forecast. We've got date nights at the resort because it's a romantic time. Um, our park tip and some listener questions. Whew. We have lots. We have lots of news. I was again. I I always seem to say this. I'm thinking, oh, there's not much going on, and then mm-hmm. when I start like digging into it, I'm like, actually, there's quite a bit of stuff happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, first off, um, as we already mentioned, um, we have an official Instagram now, and it's at TDR Explorer. So make sure you follow us on Instagram. We're going to be posting short little videos and obviously photos. And all of them are going to have tips for visiting not only Tokyo Disney Resort, but also Hong Kong and Shanghai. So we're trying to take over Instagram with giving <laughs> um, very useful tips and nice photos as well, because, you know, photos are nice. <laughs> um, you may remember we talked about the photos, uh, the, the on-ride photos at Indiana Jones they put boulders on the screens to kind of prevent people from taking photos of them. So you kind of have to buy the on-ride photo if you want a good version of it. Well, now they have it at the Tower of Terror. Because I was there a few days ago and they did something similar, but they have a lightning effect that kind of goes over the photo and it kind of obscures everything. So... Trying trying to take a photo of the screen is a little difficult now. But I kind of like it though; it looks really yeah, cool. Yeah, it it kind of fits the theme, so it doesn't feel. I don't know. Like I feel like, like they could have very easily put like um, like a watermark going. This is not a purchased photo or something, but instead they kind of chose to like animate it and make it look really cool, which I can appreciate because it doesn't take you out of the experience, you know, which they could have very easily done. That would have been the easiest thing. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, if I remember correctly in Shanghai, mm-hmm. um, I might be wrong. I might be misremembering this, but um, I think the photo ops there for the rides, you actually have to like press your finger on the screen to like unblur it. Oh no, the, this is the app I'm thinking of. The uh, PhotoPass app. Okay. So, like, if you do it, I don't know if it's if it's like this in the American parks. I, I really don't know. I just have experience with the ones uh, here. Um, so Shanghai, I know. Like when you get the the photo in the PhotoPass app, you have to like press your finger on the on the uh, photo to like make it unblur, to kind of like see like to uh, see the photo. And then once you purchase it, obviously you get the the full thing. Yeah. So. That way, it, that, that kind of, like, prevents you from, you know, screenshotting the photo. So, that makes sense, yeah. That's a clever way know, to get around it. It's kind of annoying, but I kind of get it. You know, they 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 want to sell photos, right? And Well, yeah, that's the purpose, right? <laughs> that's why the screens are there. <laughs> yeah. They're not doing it for, like, for giggles, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Um, we have to go check Splash Mountain now. I know. I, w- I want to see like what they did for that. What what other rides? Is it just those three? 
I can't think of any other ones. There's like Monsters Inc. They don't sell it oh. though, but they have like the photo at the end. Do they sell it? I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, okay. So maybe that one. Maybe flashlights flash lights at your face or something like that. <laughs> okay, so we have we have two to do. We have to do Splash Mountain and also Monsters Inc. Let's check I it think out. That's I think that's it for on ride photos. Does wait does Buzz Lightyear here do it? I don't remember. I don't. I feel like I feel like we don't, but I haven't ridden in a long time, so maybe yeah. they do. Yeah, have a, I know the one in uh, Shanghai does. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it, like all of them just kind of melt together now that mm-hmm. I don't remember. Like in the U.S. parks, I think Space Mountain does? Yes. I don't remember. It does, think, right? Um, yeah, 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 they do. Ours doesn't. Yeah. Does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's, it gets so confusing. So, okay, yeah. so let's check out Splash Mountain, um, maybe Monsters, Inc., and maybe Buzz Lightyear. So that's the, that's our assignment. Okay, that's our Let's homework. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, construction at the park. S- parks. <laughs> um, there's a lot of construction happening. Uh, Fantasyland is well underway now. Uh, the walls are up. They've been there for a while. Well, ever since Grand Circuit Raceway closed, like the next day, they had the walls up. Like, mm-hmm. They were not messing around. <laughs> Now they have a lot of work to do, so. Yeah, and you can kind of check how they're doing by riding the monorail or if you're, like, behind Tokyo Disneyland because you can see right into the area where they kind of dug everything up. I wonder, I know Gadget's Go Coaster is closed now, but I wonder if you ride it, would you be able to see anything? You Mm. should, right? Because you can see it from the, you were able to see it from Grand Prix Raceway, which means you should be able to see that area from the coaster at one point at least. Probably. I'm guessing so, yeah. Let's Mm. try it. Let's go check when it opens. (laughs) We'll try. We'll try. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's going on. Uh, Soren is still still going. Um, Every time I go, like every few weeks I go and I check, they have like, more walls up or walls down like it's just kind of like all over the place as to what they're doing yeah and then um the bus station in front of tokyo disneyland um they tore out all the like the archway or whatever you want to call it the canopies Mm -hmm. yeah those are all gone now yeah so i guess they're probably going to put new ones in because they kind of need to when you went to um, when you went to like where Soaring is doing the construction, did you see if, if you could still see the cherry blossom trees or not? Uh, I don't recall off the top of my head. I went. I was more like at the begin at the front part of the park, and I saw the picnic area. And the picnic area isn't the early blooming cherry blossoms. It's the like the white hanging ones. Oh. So I'm hoping the construction will be done by the time those are in bloom. But it's still completely covered. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the picnic area there. Right? Yeah, that's completely, like, off limits right now <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to us. Yeah. Um, oh, they're also doing the walkway stuff or at, at in front of Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah. Like, they have, like, half of it closed off. Like, I don't even know what they're doing. They do that. They do that, like, like regularly, though, like, once a year. So, they, I guess, maybe they repaint it or they, fix, they clean up the tiles. Who knows? Yeah, but yeah. they take out big chunks. Yeah. They like added right. one year that ra- that extra railing, which I still don't know what it's for. 
Oh, the one on the left left side. Yeah, what is that? Maybe it's meant because you know at like some train stations Mm -hmm. they have like the one walkway that's really like thin or skinny or whatever, and that's for like one way traffic, and then the wider way is for the other opposite way for like busy times. But why do they have a railing there, like an extra railing? Like it looks like a hand hand railing. I don't know. <laughs> and I know that's where people line up in the morning, so maybe it's related to that, but I still couldn't figure it out. Mm. Hard to say. Okay. What else What uh, else is going on? Uh, there's uh, various stores at the World Bazaar that are being refurbished or have, like, the canopies up in front of them. Um, the Galleria is, you know, being changed to Bibbidi Bobby Boutique. That's all covered up. There's just, like, construction everywhere right well, now. Well, it's like the season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Finding Nemo is coming along nicely. Um, they had some, like, some of the uh, scaffolding down because they're doing, a, like, a bunch of welding so you can see, like, sparks and stuff flying as they're doing some welding there. So that's oh. coming along nicely. <laughs> um, that's That's pretty much it for now. Okay. For construction. So, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. <laughs> um, more resellers of things has Man. been um, like in the community here. Yeah. Um, I guess there's resellers who are selling priority seating reservations for popular restaurants at the parks. And <sighs> people are stupid enough to buy them. Thanks, idiots. You know. And yeah. So. Um, well, like one of the websites I check is TDR Hack. Like they have a lot of um, really up, like um, up to date information on this kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. it, it's only in Japanese though, so you kind of if 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 you want to check it out, you can just use Google Translate. You can kind of get the idea of what's going on. Yeah. Um, they were talking about this priority seating stuff, and I guess some of the resellers are selling like, um reservations for like Oceano at like the uh like prime times. Yeah. And they're selling them for about eight hundred yen, which is about seven dollars. Yeah. It's a nice for... little profit for doing nothing, you know, and, and people are stupid enough to pay for it, so it'll continue. I'm wondering when, you know, this is this is more a matter of when OLC is gonna have it so it's like tied to like your credit card or tied to something. That you can't resell it. Right. So kind of like, you know, how they do the uh, buying of Duffy merchandise. Where, you know, if you go into the store, it's tied to your your pass or your ticket. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Kind of right now. Um, Because that kind of sucks, right? Like, you want to get... You know, there's people that legitimately just want to make a reservation for, you know, a prime time. Mm -hmm. But, of course, you have these resellers buying it all up as soon as they possibly can then selling it and it's just that's annoying it really is like and there's no penalty right so like at disney world if you make a reservation and you it's tied to your credit card so that if you like cancel last minute there's like a charge right so there's some kind of penalty Mm -hmm. for like buying up all the reservations for example right so it should be something like that where like if you cancel like last minute that you get some kind of charge yeah. And also they have to like check your name against it to make sure it's you. 
that is going to the reservation or, you know, kind of like that's too much, though. Well, you know I, what I, mean? I, would, I would say it kind of like how they do hotel reservations. So it's like, like the person, the person that made the reservation has to like prove that it's them. So here's the thing. What if you're with your family and mm-hmm. the person that makes the reservation gets like the flu or something and they're sick in their hotel room and they can't come to confirm the reservation? What do you do well, then? Well, on the it's on kind the of hotel, like a pain, you know what on I mean. The hotel reservation, you can put other people's names on there that could speak on your behalf. Maybe, because I, I when when you make reservations here, like obviously I I put my name down, but then I can put the names of the people that are going to be with me, mm-hmm. so then they could check in or whatever if they need to at the hotel, but for the yeah. restaurant reservation. Yeah, it, 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 if how they many gave names that are they going to take down? You know. Yeah. Well, they always ask how many people. Yeah. So if you like put all the names down or whatever, but yeah, it's not an easy thing to solve. But I think it's I think it is. I think do like what Disney World does. Take the credit card if you cancel and the, and it can be any number of people as long as it's the number of people that you made the reservation for. If you cancel, there's a charge. You know? Mm-hmm. And then it would stop resellers because okay, so let's say you're a reseller and someone goes and they get the ticket and let's say the ticket is 700 yen. And this could be a really good way to stop resellers, right? Um, and then you, maybe you spend the money, 700 yen, and then you don't go to the restaurant and then they get charged a 2,000 yen. So they're mm-hmm. out 1,200 yen. You know, and if like enough of that happens, then they'll stop reselling because it's not a profitable thing. You know? Yeah. So do something really simple like that. It doesn't have to be so complicated that you have everybody's name in the party and you can't... Because you know if you have everybody's name in the party, you won't be able to switch anybody out because it's so by the book here. So I mm-hmm. feel if you make it too strict, it's going to be too much of a pain. Yeah, that's just how... That's how this country is sometimes, too. <laughs> so I think it, the sim- the solution has to be a little bit simpler, you know? Yeah. But we'll see we'll what they do. See. Yeah. Um, hopping over to Hong Kong Disneyland, uh, they just announced the opening of their newest hotel, the Disney Explorers Lodge. How appropriate is that? <laughs> right? Right? That's what I was thinking. Um it opens officially on April 30th, 2017, and you can now make your reservations. They have it open. Um, they have an offer right now. You get 20% off if you stay two nights or more. And also for the grand opening, you get a complimentary character breakfast at one of their restaurants. There's three in total there. It sounds three so nice. Restaurants. That's a yeah. lot of restaurants for a hotel. It sounds about right. It sounds like it's like one of like, like at Disney World, how they have like the deluxe hotels. It sounds like it's like that, right? So like mm-hmm. if you go to like, let's say like Animal Kingdom, you have like Chico and Boma and then you have like the little um, counter service place where you can get your breakfast stuff, right? So like mm-hmm. the, the big hotels have about three-ish restaurants or so, right? Yeah. Which is good. It's nice because it gives you options. And the restaurants are, I have them written down here, um, or do I, oh yeah, I do, uh, Dragon Wind, World of Color Restaurant, and Chart Room Cafe. Interesting. Yeah, World of Color Restaurant, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they have various international dishes and all this kind of stuff. Um, the entire hotel 
has four gardens and they're all themed to different parts of the world. So there's Asia, Oceania, South America, and Africa. Very which cool. Is, which is you know, very exotic. Um, and it also has a large outdoor pool called the Raindrop Pool, which overlooks the South China Sea. So that's kind of neat. Wow. You get to swim in the pool and look at look at the ocean. That's nice. Um, the rooms start at uh, twenty two hundred Hong Kong dollars, or about two hundred and eighty five dollars US. And this is for like a, a standard room, and it just goes up from there. Um, but for the first night, if you get a room for the very first day, it's open. I think the price is almost uh, it's about a hundred dollars more. Just because it's the first night. Of course, yeah. For whatever reason. Um, oh, and um, also on top of the 20% discount, you also get a free room upgrade. So if you wow. book if you book the standard room, you'll be upgraded to the deluxe room and so on and so forth. Very so, cool. It looks nice. The, they have concept art and everything. Um, the restaurants don't look like... They don't look very Disney. They just look very like explorer-esque kind of which is nice but that's disney right disney Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be like mickey mouse faces everywhere that's like the disney i like like when they take like a theme and they just run with it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. i like that it it doesn't have to be mickey's face plastered on everything you know it's i think it's a good i think it's a good step and it sounds really great i want to go to this one and it is located between the Hong Kong Disneyland Hotel and the Disney Hollywood Hotel. So it's right in between the two. So that's that's a lot of hotels for one park. Like you Disney know, they're, hotels. They're going to expand. The numbers are going up of the people visiting. You mm-hmm. know, they're like, probably going to add another park in the future. Thinking about us, like we have four Disney hotels. But then again, we have a ton of other hotels in the area. So right. But it's nice to have another option. And definitely going to have to stay there sooner than later. You have to. It's it's, it's the, the, the Explorer Hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'd be silly not to. Um, speaking of exploring, there's someone that's not going to be able to explore the parks anymore. Uh-oh. Someone Uh-oh. did something naughty. <laughs> and it wasn't us. It wasn't us. It, it wasn't, wasn't us. us. No. This was an authority figure. There was a police officer that got caught shoplifting in the parks at Tokyo Disneyland. What? That's weird. Isn't that so bizarre? And they got arrested by an Urayasu police officer. I'm like, take that. You don't steal from the mouse, okay? That's not cool. Judy Hopps is coming. She's going to be on top of things. You know? Who does that? Especially a police officer, okay? Yeah, that's just like... You would think they would know better. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. But yeah, they they caught it, it was a she. She was stealing um like I forgot how much in character goods like about like 100 something dollars worth, 120 dollars worth or something like that. So craziness. Craziness. Don't do stuff like that. You're supposed and to serve and protect. She's definitely going to be banned from the parks. Yeah, and she I love this part in the report. They say she quit before she was fired. She should not even have that option, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, lesson of the story, don't shoplift. That should be kind of obvious, but, you know. Yeah. Not cool. <laughs> not cool. Yeah. That's... 
Oh well. All right. What's what's going on? So speaking of, uh, I have no segue. What's going on with the crowd forecast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we get our crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp. Uh, they have crowd forecast information both in Japanese and in English. So when you're planning your trip, make sure you check them out. And it's tdrnavi.jp. All right, so this is for the week of February twenty seventh. Um, we're still we're well we're kind of getting to the tail end of the the slow season. Um, Wednesday and Thursday of that week at both Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea, uh, they're predicted to be about in the low forties out of a hundred, so that's you know, pretty typical. Um, and then while Monday and Tuesday are a little bit higher with about 57 out of 100. So just a little bit busier at the beginning of the week. And then on the weekend, we're very typical crowds, very typical weekend crowds um, reaching into the 90s. Um, a couple, what was it, last weekend, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. Disney Sea actually reached capacity. Like they stopped ticket sales until 5 p.m. Yeah. Which is, you know. It happens. Um, it doesn't it doesn't happen as often anymore, but it does still happen. Especially with the student discounts, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even though it is the slowest time of the year, uh, the weekends are always busy, no matter what time of the year, unless the weather's really, really bad. But even then, that doesn't keep people who purchase tickets ahead of time away. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think um, the kids, a lot of them are done with exams, so they are celebrating right now. Yeah, it's it's starting to pick up now. It's slowly mm-hmm. picking up because yeah, kids are out of school and everything. Like, we were there on. I guess this kind of segues into the in the parks, in the parks. Oh yeah, segment. So, I was there on Wednesday. I was there on Wednesday, middle of the week, and it was actually quite busy. It was predicted to be about forty, fifty out of a hundred, but. Um, like the park itself wasn't like super crowded, but the attractions were busy, and yeah. that's because of the students. We had like um, Tower of Terror was at a hundred minutes, uh, Indiana Jones was at one hundred and twenty, Raging Spirits was at one hundred and twenty, um, and Toy Story, of course, was you know it's typical two hour or three hour wait, so. It's like a totally different pattern than usual, too. Like, you'll see, like, on days like that, even, like, 20,000 leagues will get, like, a long line. You know? So it's really yeah, so- weird. And then if you go to to the shows, they're empty. Mm-hmm. So it's so interesting to see when the like, students come in big numbers. Like, the pattern completely changes. It kind of throws it out of whack. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, so near the end of February, that's when things get a little bit weird. Like, yeah, the crowds are low, but the wait times get really high at the end of, like, mid to end of February because of the students. Um, Like, we won Big Band Beat. Like, we got tickets easily to Big Band Beat with the lottery. We won. Yeah, because like, the, they don't easy. care about that. You and know? then we, we basically walked into... Um, my friend Duffy, the show. Mm-hmm. It was basically walk on. Right. So yeah, it's it's interesting how the the crowd patterns change with the with the students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, what else did I do? Oh well I was with uh 
a friend of mine, she she actually moved to Canada this week. Oh my gosh, that's cool. Yeah, she's uh well she's she's Japanese and she's mm-hmm. going over there on a working holiday for one year. So she wanted to go to Disney Sea one last time before she moved because she's gonna miss it, <laughs> she of said. Of course, yeah. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. So we got to she she wanted to do all her favorite things. So we went and did Big Man Beach. She was really happy that we won and we got good tickets or seats. We were like in section B right Shut in the middle. Up. Really? Yeah. We got really good seats. It was really nice. Oh. Uh and she wanted to see Gelatoni, my friend Duffy, so we did that. We got to ride Tower of Terror, which I am at ride number six now. Oh, I'm still at zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ride number six. Um what else did we do? Oh, she got to eat her uh, spicy chicken leg because she said that's her favorite. That is the her best thing that they sell. Favorite snack. Yeah. Uh, we even went and did um, the Magic Lamp Theater, which I don't really do all that often. And the wait time was only half an hour for that. Isn't that Not weird? Because that usually it's like a longer wait. I'm telling you, like everything gets thrown off when the students are there. Yeah. Throw rides, basically, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and we did um, uh, the Horizon Bay Restaurant character dining, the uh, character side. Cool. How was that? that? I love those costumes. Oh, they're it was fun. It was, it's a little for me. I thought it was a little pricey. Like it's three thousand yen for the course meal because you have to Mm -hmm. buy the course meal, and like if you eat on the regular side, it's like half that. Yeah, but you're paying for the characters. Like if you do that, like overseas. I feel mm-hmm. like the price is usually double, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of um, you you get forty five minutes, forty five minutes or an hour. I can't remember which. Oh, they have a time limit now. Yeah, there's a time limit on this. I don't like that. So it's like you kind of have to like eat mm-hmm. as quick as you can because like we were we were like not even halfway done our meal and the characters came I'm like okay yeah. well. And it's uh, Mickey, Minnie, and Pluto. And yeah. they kind of, you know, they kind of do it. I think it's kind of in three sections. So there's like the uh, section near the doors, then the middle section, then the section near the back. Yeah. And we were in the back. And the characters just kind of keep rotating section by section. Yeah. And just kind of keep doing that. So, um, and you only get to do it once. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't like that. So they're kind of like. Pushing people through rather quick. Oh, that's such a bummer. So it, it kind of felt rushed, I guess. So like for, you know, for 3000 yen, it's like I felt really rushed. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when I did character stuff at uh, Chef Mickey's. Right. At uh, the Disney Ambassador Hotel, I didn't feel rushed at all. We had an hour and a half. Exactly. Right. Oh, that's so, such a bummer. And yeah, uh, like at Chef Mickey's, we got to see the characters multiple times. Mm-hmm. Like they came around more than once. And at Horizon Bay, it was like... One and done. So it, it, it was, I guess, like for Horizon Bay, that was my only complaint. It was just a little rushed. Right. But, I can see that. But, but everything else is fine. Like the food is good. Um, characters are always good. Like it's hard to have a bad time with the characters. No, they're they're fantastic. And the food is kind of like um, the Queen of Hearts menu-ish. It's really good. Yeah. It's got a bit of variety, you know? Yeah, there's... um. There's a beef stew, which is what I got. Mm-hmm. And then there's also a seafood, like, combination plate, they call it. Yeah. And then you get to choose between bread or rice. Um, there's, like, Caesar salad or soup. And you get a drink and a dessert. 
So, you know, for 3,000 yen, you get a lot of food. Yeah. Like, you're definitely going to be full when you leave. It's just, I wish it wasn't rushed. Exactly. Yeah. I felt like I felt like I was eating my food really quick because the characters <laughs> were coming around. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like I didn't really get the chance to enjoy my my food, which was good. I I, I quite enjoyed the food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What else did you do? Uh, we also watched Crystal Wishes Journey. Oh. Wishes <laughs> Journeys. Yeah. We uh, she 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 wanted to see the Shine On version. Did you see uh, Nighttime? Or yeah, yeah, the nighttime. Cool. We saw the nighttime version. Did you blow bubbles? No. <laughs> <laughs> Stayed away from those bubbles. We were, we were, we were behind Lido Isle. Was where we. we oh, stood. so that's pretty. Yeah, nobody's gonna be blowing bubbles there. No. <laughs> Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Um, what about you? What What do you you've been doing? Um, I went to the parks. I went um, chocolate shopping for Valentine's Day. And um, I bought um, for Kai and his dad. Because, okay, so this is kind of interesting. Um, I think we've talked about it before, but in case people haven't caught that episode. In Japan, Valentine's Day, the girls give the guys chocolate. And um, there's another holiday after that where the people will reciprocate. They'll give you, like, the the, the a present back but um so i went shopping for um the boys and i got them um the tear box chocolate like the really fancy one and um kai is obsessed with the marshmallows so i got him the duffy marshmallows with the chocolate inside and um actually i'm starting a youtube channel we were talking about this a little bit before and i kind of went through like the packaging and what's inside and the different flavors and everything. So that will be up soon. It's almost done. Just have a little bit more editing so you can see in detail what's inside if you're curious about that. But um, yeah, the and I tried a little bit of it and it's actually pretty good. Um, a little pricey. Like I feel like um, if you want like really, really fancy chocolate, you can probably get something like quality wise, a little fancier in the city for about an equal price. Um, but for Disney, the packaging was beautiful. Uh, a lot of great flavor. My son loved it. Um, so for Disney fans, totally great. And that's what I did. I just went chocolate shopping. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. I'm sure Disney likes that. Like you, you use your annual pass and you go in and you just spend money and you walk out. You don't even take up space. (laughs) You know, that's like their ideal. The perfect guest. <laughs> That's Mickey's favorite. <laughs> but yes, once you have your like all the videos sorted, we will definitely put links on the website and also we'll plug it here on the podcast as well so everyone knows where where to find all that stuff. So it's good. So we're going to have, like I guess, two YouTube channels. <laughs> we're going to have the TDR Explorer YouTube channel, which we have um, a lot of videos on there already. And then we're going to have yours as well. So that's good. Mine is kind of weird. Which is, I mean, I guess that's expected, right? (laughs) Weird is good. Weird is what's going to get people watching. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's good. I I feel like, I feel like they're, like, that's kind of like the really cool thing about TDR Explorer is that there's so many people collaborating, you know? 
It's not like mm-hmm. one of those places where you're like, oh, everyone else is out. You know what I mean? It's like everybody is, it's all inclusive. There's great conversations going on with the people that check the website and the listeners to the podcast. And it's it's a really great exchange of ideas. And I think that's, that's you know, wonderful. Exactly. It's fun. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait to watch your video when it's done. Oh my god, uh, it's weird. Okay. Um, uh, uh, speaking, I don't have another segue. Gosh, I'm so terrible at this today. Let's talk about romance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> speaking of chocolate. Speaking of chocolate and Valentine's Day. There we go. <laughs> um, dates. Let's let's talk about, talk about date nights or date days at Tokyo Disneyland and Disney Sea, and how to avoid the couples curse. <laughs> the couples curse. <laughs> and if oh you boy. don't know what the couples curse is, uh, there's a famous curse. We talked about this, I think, on the Halloween episode, where um, if you go on a first date to Tokyo Disney Resort, you're going to break up. And and probably if you think about it, it probably has to do with the stress. Of going on a first date at a place where it, there's a lot of people, it's crowded, there's long lines, you get stuck in the long lines, what do you talk about? So, I mean, that's, that's got to be part of it, you know, but um, you put together a really nice little guide here, Chris, and on how you can avoid that and how you can have a good, smooth time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is like, I guess, kind of a loose itinerary. And it's more meant to be like, just things that you can enjoy each other's in each other's company, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and that's like, the best is, way to do it, you know? And, that, like, this is not very, like, this isn't ride-focused. Because, no. you know, like, well, like, most of the, um, like, uh, um, guides and recommendations we give, it's always, you know, doing the rides, doing the parades, and all, doing the shows and all the kind of stuff. You know, that's kind of, that's that could be stressful. It is. It's and too it's, stressful it, for a date. Exactly. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, this isn't meant to, like, do as much as you possibly can in one day. Take your time. Enjoy each other. Um, enjoy the parks. Don't be stressed out because you don't want to be stressed out. Um, but, yeah, like, um, I'm just trying to look where to start here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, first things first, don't go on the weekend. If you're going to be doing like a date night. I know. And that's the hard day. part though, isn't it? Yeah. Because that's when you well, have the time I, off. I guess if you're traveling, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be here for a period of time. So if you have the option, go on a weekday. Yeah. Um, if you don't, well, uh, you know, go on the weekend, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pro- Sunday would be better than Saturday. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree because people tend yeah. tend to um, avoid Sunday a little bit because they have work and school the next day, so they're getting ready for that. Yeah, and just be mindful if it's a long weekend or anything, because then if it's a long weekend, then Sunday is just going to be just as busy as Saturday mm-hmm. and things like that. So you know, that's where TDR Navi comes into play to check that out, and we also have stuff on the website about when the Japanese holidays and all that are. Um. Arriving at the parks, you don't really have to arrive two hours early. No. No. I wouldn't do it. Not at all. Not on a date. No. (laughs) You don't need to. Um, If you're staying right at the park, like if you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel or whatever, you can show up right as the park opens. Or if you want to use your Happy 15, go for it. If you don't, that's fine too. You know what I would Um, do? What? I would have a nice little romantic breakfast. 
Ooh, where? And um, it depends. So, like, some of the hotels, like, they have, like, the breakfast. Like, I, at Miracosta, they have, like, the... It's super cheap. I think you pay, like, like a 2,000 yen or something. And you you can do, like, the breakfast buffet in the morning if you're staying there. And mm. it's fun. It's cute. There's, like, Mickey-shaped foods. And you can start off the day relaxed, you know, sleep in a little, you know? Or, yeah, or do the uh, breakfast... Um, at the Ambassador Hotel with Chef Mickey. Right. That. Right. That's nice and relaxed. You, 90 minutes. Like, just take your time. Don't rush. It's a don't date. rush. Yeah. You don't want to be like freaking out. Yeah. Or, you know. You can have breakfast up. in the hotel room. Do that too if you're staying there. Or if you're, you know, let's say you live here. Um, well, you don't have to show up in the morning. Show up in the afternoon. It's fine. Save some money and get the uh, after or the the uh, Starlight Passport if you don't have an annual pass. Totally. So I know we we did that in the past when we were uh, dating. You know, we'd like go in the after five. We check out the nighttime show, have a dinner. You know. Yeah. yeah. So it, like totally relaxed. Like this isn't nice and relaxed. Um. One thing you can do if you want to be cutesy or, you know, whatever you want to call it, uh, you can get matching outfits or make matching outfits. Um, There's a lot of, I guess, like couple shirts or like matching shirts that you Mm -hmm. can buy right at the resort. They're always changing. They always have new designs. Like they're constantly swapping them out. Um so you can get like matching t-shirts if you want or you can get like comp like shirts that complement each other like one person's Mickey, one person's Minnie or one person's Donald, one person's Daisy like they they have all these shirts thought out so don't worry. They think <laughs> they about that a- for you. <laughs> yeah, they do. They really do. Um they can get the Mickey ears and other accessories like fun accessories like sunglasses and necklaces and all these kind of things. So you can really go all out if you want to. Um and it's also not uncommon for guys to wear, uh, like, the uh, different colored mini ears that oh, complements sure. that, uh, that, uh, compliments their girlf- girlfriend's outfits. Because it's, it's cute. It's funny. And, like, if you have a good sense of humor, which my husband does not, so he won't do it. You know, he won't even do matching <laughs> outfits. But, like, if you're a normal person and you have a good sense of humor, do it. Because girls love that stuff. Because it's funny. It shows you have a sense of humor. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and speaking of clothes, Disneyland, high heels, I would say okay. Disney Sea, I would say no, don't do it. Yeah, Disney Sea, there's a lot of climbing involved, like upstairs and slopes and all that kind of stuff yet. Right? Although, although, have you seen that new commercial? I don't know if it's Uniqlo or Eon or something like that, that they have like these crazy high heels that you can do like cartwheels in and stuff like that. Have you seen that? Have you seen the commercial for that? No, I haven't. Those might be okay because it seems like it's for like a really active, you know, because you know what it is. I saw these on sale last year and I thought, oh, that's so cool. They have these high heels that are specifically made for dancers that they were selling. So you can do all kinds of like really interesting stuff in it and it still feels comfortable. And I think they took that idea and they made it for like the mainstream population. So those are being sold now. That might be okay. Hmm. Not that I'm going to be wearing those, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, 
for me, I really like the crazy pattern t-shirts that they have, you know, with the uh, different Disney characters. So there's oh, yeah. like Aladdin, Peter Pan, Snow White, um, Toy Story, which I have. I bought the Toy Story one. I'm sure people have seen pictures on Instagram and Facebook. Like I've, I've shared it out a million times over. And your matching shoes, which are amazing. <laughs> <Yes>. My <laughs> matching vans. Yeah. Um, those are my favorite. And you can... Like those come in uh, a variety of sizes, so they have sizes that are meant for women, so you know very petite sizes on average, and then they have the uh, bigger sizes as well for the guys. And I think the largest they go is usually XL or LL, as they like to call it here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't think they have anything bigger. And extra large is kind of a large, and like if if you want to compare it to a North American size i want to say yeah yeah so um this is kind of a side advice but whatever size you are back home just add one size up for here and you're usually okay usually especially when it comes to the uh, disney clothing yeah and if you're petite you can get away with buying the kids 150 centimeter shirt the only thing is the collar might be a little tight around the neck because it's made for like a smaller obviously a smaller body but you can get Mm. away with that too if you see a cute kids t-shirt that you like 150 centimeters if you're short if you're petite (laughs) that is definitely not me (laughs) um and also also you can if you're if you're not into like the whole pattern t-shirt thing uh because i know some people aren't but you want to dress up like duffy or shelly may you can (laughs) <laughs> yes. If you want to do that. So they have the hoodies. They have the ears. They have gloves. They have pretty much everything you need. And you can look like Duffy and Shelly May. And probably, I'm I'm assuming at some point, Gelatoni as well. Please, come on. Let's get on the ball with that, Disney. Um, So I know we've talked about the hoodies before in the past. Um, They now seem to be in stock constantly now they're not selling out like crazy i want a full is... body costume <laughs> just like just like what the uh, little kids are wearing in the yes. parks i actually have one at home that's not duffy but it's like a teddy bear oh and i wear it all the time cute. usually when i record the podcast but not today <laughs> <laughs> it's hot today actually it's it, warm yeah it today. got warmer check it out i know so if you're coming at this time of year it's not bad yeah. Although the wind was crazy. I think the shows must have been canceled today. Yeah, it was some crazy wind today. Mm-hmm. Really, really crazy. Um, back to the hoodies. Uh, so the Duffy Shelley May hoodies, uh, they're meant for women. But if you're a slight man <laughs> or if you're you know not built, like you're not very muscular, um, you should be able to fit into the Duffy or Shelley May hoodies. Um, I think so. I can't. I can't fit into... I tried the large. You have big shoulders. Yeah, my shoulders are too broad, so I can't fit into it. And it's also... Ah. Sh- it's too short. Like, the uh, sleeves yeah. go, like, just below my wrists. That's a good point. Yeah, so and- if you are, like, tall, um, a lot of the long sleeve, I would avoid it unless you can try it on um, in general for shopping in Japan. I have a lot of friends that are taller, their arms are longer, and it never reaches... All the way so be careful with that summertime should be better but winter yeah. is tough yeah and and sometimes like the uh length of the shirt too will be too short 
So kind of like, you know, when you're standing, it's fine. But as soon as you sit down, it like kind of rides up. No. And then, you know, you're kind of giving everyone a uh, show. Like, you know, the plumber. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's happened to me a few times. I'm like, oh, this shirt's way too short. It's hard. It's hard for a lot of people that live here. It's a, it's a really big problem. It's a struggle. And a lot of Japanese through. people are getting taller too. So they're starting, you're starting to see more variety, but still it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once you have your matching outfits and you've had breakfast and you're kind of taking the stroll to the parks, um, what are you going to do? So we kind of have this loose itinerary for both Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea. And this is more assuming you're getting there in the morning. Because obviously we'd be here all day if we went through every possible scenario. <laughs> so, you know, the, this is more meant if you get there in the morning. So for Tokyo Disneyland, um, if you haven't made a reservation ahead of time, like if you have a, a hotel reservation, you can make a dinner reservation right online in English. Um, but if not, you can make a reservation. And I recommend the Blue Bayou because they they just revamped their menu and also it's very romantic it is I'd say that's probably i'd say that's probably the only really romantic table service restaurant mm-hmm. there because there's the east side cafe and also the coffee house which aren't really romantic but it's on the cute side over there so that could work yeah. too but yeah i, I for a date blue bayou for sure i agree 100 percent. yeah and it's similar to the one in disneyland uh, well, not similar. I think it's pretty much exactly the same <laughs> like in terms of like the way it's designed and everything. Like it overlooks parts of the Caribbean and you know, everything. So make that your dinner. It's yeah. be a nice dinner. Um, and then once you're done that, check the wait times with our TDR Now app, which you can download on the App Store or visit tdrnow.com. <laughs> and check if there's any fast passes for Pooh's Honey Hunt. For sure. And it's super Pooh's easy. Honey Hunt. Pooh's Honey English. Hunt is awesome. Um, so, yeah, if you have to do um, one ride, make 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 it Pooh's Honey Hunt because Pooh's Honey Hunt is fun. Yeah, for it's sure. It's cute. And girls love it. Well, anyone loves it. But, you know, if you're taking a girl there, you know, girls love, you know, the cute things. And Pooh's Honey Hunt is very cute. Everyone but, loves Pooh. Okay, no, not everybody. But the ride is amazing. So do it. Yes. The ride... Can't miss it. Can't miss it. Um, and then after that, uh, you can take in the parade in the morning. Just check the times. Usually it's around 10 a.m., 10, 10, 30, 11. It kind of depends on the time of the year and what's going on at the park. Um, you can watch this from the main hub area. Like, you don't have to queue up early because nope. you don't need to sit down or anything. You can just show up and just watch it from afar and still have a really great view. And again, this is like stress-free. This is a stress-free free day. Yes. Don't be a maniac yeah. on this day, okay? <laughs> Don't wait two hours. <laughs> just so, watch your yeah, distance. Just, just find one of the standing areas and you'll you'll definitely see where the standing areas are. And cast members will tell you where the standing areas are if you're doing it wrong. So don't worry. <laughs> um and then after that, have a relaxing lunch at Camp Woodchuck. Because that place has so many like tables and seating that it doesn't feel cramped. And it's just yeah. it's, it's just relaxing too. 
That's a big thing. Just, not waiting in line, not waiting for like, you know, forever to find a seat when people are, that space is a big thing. So yeah, a hundred percent, definitely. And the food's good too. It is. And if you don't want to like, like, you know, commit to like sitting down somewhere, you can grab a cute snack somewhere and do that as well. You know, mm-hmm. or if you, while you were waiting for the parade, you could have grabbed some snacks while you're sitting down and do some multitasking with your time. And then once you're done at Camp Woodchuck, you can head over to Tom Sawyer Island. Yes. And just, just relax. Because not a lot of people really go out there. And when people do go out there, the kid, like, it's usually with kids. And they kind of stick to the play areas. And yeah. there's lots of, like, light, nice little quiet areas. You can do some just exploring in the in the dark cave. Hold your honey tight. You know? <laughs> um, and it's fun. You get to act like a kid, you know, cl- like crossing the barrel bridge and... Checking out the treehouse and all of that. And that's what, you know, Disney's all about, you know, having having an adventure, having fun. And like you said, a lot of people don't do that. And I would say in that same area, I would do the canoes as well. You get to sit oh, together. Yes. You get to work as a team, you know, take in all the scenery. It's very nice and relaxing. Yeah. And then once you've done that, do some fun photos in the afternoon. So you can go in front of the castle. Because, you know, you kind of have to do, you know, pictures in front of the castle. It's oh, yeah. kind of a thing you just do. Um, and then maybe go head over to the wishing well where Snow White is to the left of the castle. Mm-hmm. That's always nice. Uh, you can go and find some of the characters wandering around. A lot of them are usually at the front of the park. Um, there's uh, Sometimes there's like the princesses wandering around, the princes. And then, like, Chip and Dale, Donald, Daisy, um, Peter Pan, Wendy. Like, there's just a variety of characters that are just wandering around. So you can get some nice photos with them, and that's always fun. Um, And then, depending on the time of the year, they may have little photo ops set up around the park. Um, Like, for Christmas, they had the Peter Pan storybook that you can get yeah. your photo with, which was really cute. And it was designed in such a way that you would take the photo sideways so it looks like you're flying out of a window, mm-hmm. which is really cute. Um, and then right now for Frozen Fantasy, they have Sven and his sleigh are set up by the castle. So you get to go sit in the sleigh and get your picture taken. There's a cast member there. They'll take your picture for you. It's just fun. Um, and then, of course, fun snacks. You got to have fun snacks because what is going to Disney without having snacks, right? Like, come on. Yeah. Um, you have to have the green alien mochi. That's just one of those things. You can't go to Tokyo Disney and not have them. Popcorn. Un- unless you're like allergic or something, but you know. Yeah. Um, no. And yes, popcorn. Bucket of fries now, the sharing fries. <laughs> you have the huge fries. <laughs> get nine green alien mochi or you can each get nine if you really want to eat that much (laughs) you can do that um and if none of those tickle your fancy uh i suggest grabbing a japanese park map and also watching our youtube channel because we actually explain these japanese park maps in english and why you ask is because they have all the special food items in there you love the food I love it. Your your date knows how to make you happy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, Chris, cute snacks, fun times. 
Do it. <laughs> oh, you know what's another really fun place is um, mm. which people associate with kids is Toontown. Oh, yes. You know, there's like all these little sound effect things and like these little hidden things that you can find and a ton of really funny photo ops. Oh, yeah. There's like, um, yeah, there's just like random things all over Toontown. So that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you do get there early enough to get some fast passes, I like for me, I love going on like these uh, thrill rides where it's like a two seater, like Big Thunder or Space Mountain and it's it's fun you 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 get your heart pounding you know and i think that's always really fun too and then roughly around this time it's gonna be time for dinner so you're gonna go enjoy your dinner at the blue bayou and then after that hopefully you're done before the electrical parade starts so yeah just uh, make sure you check the times as to when everything is uh watch the electrical parade because you can't miss that you really can't. It's such a good parade. And even if it's raining, they'll have a a special, um, was it Nightfall Glow? Mm-hmm. What is it called? Yeah. Which is a the uh, alternative um, parade if it's raining for Electrical Parade. And it's a cute little parade. And it only comes out when it's raining. So if you see that, just know that it doesn't come out very often. Only when it rains catch the fireworks and then okay this is my favorite part of going on a mm. date at the parks um, you don't want to leave when everybody else is leaving because it's a mad crush which is like right after the fireworks that's mm. when you run you run and you do all those attractions that have short weights mm-hmm. and you and it's you know you're running together you're laughing as you run and that's like the best way to end the night you're having a good time you're like can we do it can we make it you know and yeah, just yeah, just rise rise as much as you can until the cast members tell you no. Get we're out. Closed. <laughs> <laughs> we're closed. Yeah, I've done that a few times where I've ridden like um, Big Thunder Mountain like three times in a row mm-hmm. just before closing. I tried to do as many times as I can before they said, "Oh, the lines the lines done for the day." But isn't that like the best part? Like those last last hour, and you're just like rushing and running and laughing, you know. It's always fun. Yeah. That's always fun. Um, so, yeah, that's Tokyo Disneyland. And what about Disney Sea? Disney Sea. Man, Disney Sea, everything's a romantic. Yeah, it's. This one was harder to write, to come up with, because there's just so many things you could do. Right? Yeah. For it. So, um, so for Disney Sea, this is, again, kind of assuming you're going in the morning. Um, get yourself a reservation for Magellan's. Or if Magellan's is a little out of your budget, because um, dinner can get up to about eighty to ninety dollars per person, even more. Mm-hmm. So it is it is pricey, but it's good. It's it's worth it. I I think it's worth it. But if you don't want to spend that kind of money, that's fine. You have other excellent options, such as Restaurante di Cantaletto. That one's really good. Yeah. And also the SS Columbia Dining Room. So there's lots of options. There is. So. And I, I personally, I love, especially like when it gets towards the summertime, like mm-hmm. late spring, early summer, is the little seating outside of Restaurante di Canaletto where you can see the, the gondolas going by and with the lights hanging overhead. It's such a romantic atmosphere. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. That's like perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Um, 
And then with this, you don't have to fight the crowds for no. the big rides. Like, don't bother. Like, don't like, don't bother going to Toy Story or going to Tower of Terror. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah don't bother. Until it's Go the and last relax. hour. And then you run. Yeah. <laughs> Go and relax on Sinbad's storybook adventure. Or 20,000 leagues, right? Usually not, not a wait. Yeah, you like for like in the morning, not really. Everyone's doing all all the big rides. Right. No, no, no. Or go the do carousel. That's so romantic. Yeah, go do those. The gondola, um, make a romantic wish. But you should do that. No, at the end of the day. Do the, make sure you do the gondolas. Save that. Save that. <laughs> um and watch the morning harbor show if there's one happening during the time you're there. Um that that's always fun, and again, kind of, kind of take the uh, same approach as Disneyland. Um, just kind of find a spot and just enjoy the show. Like you don't need to rush, make a mad dash, and wait an hour and a half to to get the best spots or anything like that. No, 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 don't bother doing that. Watch it from wherever you can get a spot, because yeah, again, stress free, right? Right. <laughs> Um, and then have lunch at the Kasba food court and eat on the royal side because you want to make your date feel like royalty. Ooh. Or, or, okay, option B, mm-hmm. if it's a weekday, um, if it's possible that you were able to go on a weekday, go to Silk Road. They have an Emmy Sada menu right now that I think is only available on the weekdays. And really good price. Usually, like, it, it gets uh, pretty pricey at that restaurant. But I think it's only about 2,500 2, yen, so about $20, $25 uh, per person. And it's fantastic. And this is in Hotel Mir Costa. Exactly. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful inside. And very romantic and very quiet. And um, my my recommendation. And then once you're done eating... Um, Go and just take a stroll and enjoy the beautiful flowers in the harbor, which is near um, Zambini Brothers. Yeah, In the harbor. Yeah. They always have, like, really well-kept flowers and everything. It's just, it's really beautiful. I think it's tulips right now. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It's so pretty and colorful. And, and they have, like, the spices autumn? and stuff. Oh, they do, next to the restaurant. Yeah, they have little spices because it's an Italian restaurant. And they, maybe they get their little spices from the garden in the story. And um, the the grapevines actually grow real grapes. So if you're there in autumn, you can go see the grapes growing on the vines and the little birds eating the grapes, which is super cute. Yeah, like, this this area is legit. Like, this isn't fake. This is real. <laughs> it's so fun. And it's such, like, you would never think, like like to recommend it as an attraction but it's like an attraction you know it's like it's like really just enjoying that atmosphere is so much fun it's beautiful mm-hmm. and they also have uh the, like little plaques or signs saying what everything is yeah like the types of flowers and the spices and stuff um they have it in japanese and i think italian I think so. And remember how we were saying, like, you don't have to wait forever for the show. That little Mm -hmm. area with the flowers is a perfect place to see it from. Yeah, because people don't usually wait there. Yeah. And you kind of get this nice view of the entire harbor. So you can kind of see everything from afar a little bit. Like, it's a little far, but that's fine. You know, you're focused on each other. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, And then once you have your food all digested and you're done looking at the flowers taking photos um it's time to eat again 
as uh, as always <laughs> as always you know you know me i love eating uh you can have a cocktail at either the teddy roosevelt lounge or the magellan's lounge Ooh. either or i would or, say i would say mm. do teddy roosevelt in the late afternoon and do magellan's lounge as a late night cocktail before you leave the park Ooh, that's a good suggestion mm-hmm. or you can also have coffee or tea if you don't want to have a cocktail they have tons of different drink options not just alcohol <laughs> that's right yeah and then they also have like little uh, like finger foods and little desserts and stuff like that so there's something there's something on there that you will like and just relax and just soak in everything the decor the atmosphere walk like, on the ship and enjoy the scenery oh exactly like Ted, like for me i love teddy roosevelt lunch that's like my favorite place yeah that's that's go. one of the best places in the park and also magellan's lounge is good too like it's magellan's er, lounge good. is like i think it, it fits a different purpose like i feel like teddy roosevelt lounge like teleports you away on like you're in the story you're in the movie and i feel like magellan's lounge is more like this fancy relaxing um atmosphere that you're not it also has its own story but i feel like it just feels like a high class lounge where you're escaping the crowds and you have like this nice separate atmosphere but i feel like teddy roosevelt like you're in the story you know Hmm. it's just so fantastic that is probably the best description I've heard of both of those places. And I'm in love with both. I, I like I I can't decide. They're in their in their own way, they're both so good, you know. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. I just want to go now. I know. I just want we should we should uh, yeah, I, I yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's yeah, I go. It's no, it's too late. It's closed. <laughs> um and then once you're done that, uh before dinner or after dinner, depending on when uh, your dinner is uh, take a stroll through the fortress explorations because that is just so fun just to explore it's really cool they've got like the planets you've got like star viewing you you can play with the little boats together and and you know like oh where are you oh, i'm over here and you know like ah. and um you can go on the the ship um and it's like a real ship you can go and explore all the rooms and it's really cool yeah it's 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 one of those things that's often overlooked and it's easy to miss or like easy to skip. Yeah. And you shouldn't. You really shouldn't at all because it's it's fantastic. The detail is spectacular and just like everything that went into that Fortress Explorations is phenomenal. And that and that's also where um the restaurant Magellan's is located. So if you if you have your reservation at Magellan's, well it's right there. That's right. You can kill your time while waiting. Yeah. And I would say another place to play. And it's mm -hmm. like, I know it's for kids, but it's it's really fun. Like, especially during campus days, you see the older kids, like the the high schoolers playing there, is the Mermaid Lagoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you would never think about it. Yeah. But they have like that shadow room and you can like write messages or like make a heart with your bodies before the, the, the light flashes and then like step back and admire your cute little heart, you know, and it's like bounce on the little sails and, you know, it's really it's actually really fun and really detailed. It's almost like a walkthrough <laughs> attraction, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, just be mindful there. There there may be a lot of kids in there depending on the time of day you go. <laughs> Go go at night when the kids are getting tired. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, depending on the time, if you're at Fortress Explorations after dinner, um, or whenever, um, you can also watch Fantasmic oh, from yeah. Fortress Explorations. So you can stay there and just watch Fantasmic. Um, the only problem with that, like, watching from there is everything's, you're kind of watching the back of everything, mm-hmm. but that's okay. It doesn't like, matter. You're close to the dragon, which is cool. Yeah. So you can watch from there if you want. So, yeah, have dinner and then watch Fantasmic from Fortress Explorations. And then once you're done that, just soak in the park and go to the top of the SS Columbia because that's my favorite place to go. So I'm a little biased, but yeah, that's such a, like, such a lovely, lovely part of the park. You get to see, you know, inside Disney Sea, of course, but then you can, you can see the actual ocean. You get to see Tokyo Bay, which is also pretty fantastic. It's so beautiful. I also like at night the um, Lost River Delta. You got like those pretty hanging lights. It's a little darker than the rest of the park. You know, mm-hmm. it's a little quieter because it's towards the back. And it's it's really if, if you want to rush to the last Indiana Jones and then walk back and enjoy that atmosphere, you can do that. You know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, last hour. Ride all the rides you can. Do it. Run. <laughs> Just do it. Ride Tower of Terror. Ride Indiana Jones. Ride Raging Spears. Ride Sinbad. Ride Journey to the Center of the Earth. Toy Story, probably not, because the wait time is always going to be high for the most part. Yeah. So don't worry about don't Toy do, Story. Don't do Toy Story. Don't, don't worry yeah, about don't, it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. If you're staying so, at the hotel... Um, mm-hmm. After the park is closed, it's kind of cool to get a cocktail or like a late night thing at um, the Bella Vista Lounge. And um, you got a beautiful view of the park. You get to, you know, you get to see the people walking out leisurely. Um, you get to see the cars start coming in to get everything ready for the next day. And it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's neat. And they have some really great cocktails. <laughs> and that's it. That's our kind of loose itinerary for a date night or a date day that both Disneyland Disney Sea. So take note. Take note. <laughs> <laughs> um we're going a little long, but that's okay. Um park tip, park tip. I kinda I kinda took your park tip here. No, I think that's <laughs> good like... because it's really fitting and um especially we talked a lot about dining. Um so it's something people really need to know. Mm-hmm. So getting a dining reservation, I know we, we've talked about this before in the podcast, but it's worth reiterating because it's something that's important. Um, dinner reservations open one month ahead of time, um, but this is for online and it's only in Japanese, unfortunately. Um, so if you can fumble through that, you can do it online without a hotel reservation. But, but if you do have a hotel reservation, you can book your dining reservation in English through your reservation online there. So that's one way to do it ahead of time. And the, like I guess the easiest, easiest way is to do it in the park the day of, uh, which starts at 10 a.m. every day. And the only, only issue with that is if... Um, if the reservations are all full, you might you may not be able to get in. So you have to do it like right at 10 a.m. Um, I've made most of my reservations the day of right at 10 a.m. And I've only been turned down once. And that was for Sailing Day Buffet. 
every other yeah. restaurant I've done, I've gotten in no problems. So and sometimes like not not like for this activity that we were talking about today, but sometimes they still let you queue up, so you could always like take your chance with that. Yeah, it just it it depends, right? Yeah. All right, so that's our park tip, <laughs> getting a din- dining reservation. Um, now for our listener question. Um, if you have any questions you wanted us to answer on the podcast, and it could be anything, it could be about Tokyo Disney Resort, it could be about Japan in general, or even Hong Kong and Shanghai, uh, just send it to us, contact at tdrexplorer.com. All right, our question comes from Alex, and they ask... Does Tokyo Disney Resort have the new Mickey and Minnie heads or faces? And the answer is no, we do not have them. And yet, I don't know. It's hard to say because we never got the the blinking and the talking ones. So we might not get them. Yeah, it's hard to say. And judging, well, it's, you know, OLC is going to do whatever they do. But online, like, you know, if you look at Twitter and stuff, uh, like Japanese fans are really, really, really against this head, but I guess you know people, people in the other parks were kind of against them too. I don't, I didn't really follow it too closely, so I don't, not too sure. But here, like people are like, no, 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 we don't want that. We don't want that. They don't like it. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, you never know. We might get our own totally different like redo of the heads. You know, because it seems like the for for the character, the greeting character designs, they've always kind of gone their own way. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say. Like we. It's one of those things where they're just going to spring it on us. Like, I don't think they're really going to give us any like leeway. It's just going to one day it's just going to change. Yeah. And I feel like one way or or another, people would just accept it eventually. You know, Mm -hmm. I want the talking ones. (laughs) <laughs> Not for shows, because if you're taking pictures, you don't want to catch them in mid-blink. Yeah, it's weird. I want them without the blinking. <laughs> <laughs> Just the moving mouth. Yeah, but even that, sometimes the pictures comes out weird. Uh, I want the interactive greeting one. I wonder if Mickey would speak to us in English or only Japanese. Hmm. That would be interesting. Broken English. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> 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 Mickey, did oh. you forget English? What happened? <laughs> What's going on? Jeez. All right, Alex, thank you so much for that question. And again, if you have any questions, send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And really quickly, thank you so much to everyone who is uh, contributing to our Patreon. You guys are fantastic and we can't thank you enough. Um, so really quickly, we want to say thank you to Ryan, Sarah, Sadie, Amy, Brett, David, Bryson, Steve, Benjamin, Sophie, Claire, John, Jonathan, John, Andre, Stephen, Abdullah, Chandra, and Lee. Thank you so much for contributing. And yeah, thank you. We love you guys. You're the best. Thank you so much. And also thank you to all, all our listeners out there. Yes. We love each and every one of you. Thank you so much. And even if you don't um, contribute to Patreon, you can help us in other ways that are completely free. Rate and review us. It's so, so important. It bumps us up so other people can find us. You can do that on iTunes. You can do it on Stitcher. You can do it on Google Play. Is that what it's called? Google Play Music. Yes. So please 
help us in that way if it's at all possible. We would really, really, really appreciate it. And again, this is the third time I'm saying this. Um, if you have any questions or suggestions for the show, send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. And make sure you tell everybody about us so they can help so we can help pl- help them plan their trip here to Tokyo Disney Resort, also Hong Kong and Shanghai. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and also on Instagram at tdrexplorer, and finally on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. And I forgot to say YouTube. We're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash tdrexplorer. <laughs> everything tdrexplorer. Everything, everything. <laughs> I'm your host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. How many times do we say that name in this? We should <laughs> count. Like, someone has to count it. Yeah. And if someone we hit a limit, it, there's a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so someone, can someone count it and let us know how many times we say TDR Explorer? Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm the one eating all of the seasonal snacks and talking about food all the time because that's seemingly what I do. Uh, you can find me on my personal Twitter at Burnin Lover. And also joining, as always, is the beautiful Patricia. I'm baking cookies that I'm not eating. I'm drinking black coffee at the parks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm taking photos and other things. Um, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love and maybe soon on YouTube. I'm not sure. So, um, you guys, thank you. We love you. Keep exploring. And we'll see you next time. See you.